Well, hello, and welcome back to another Fact Podcast. I'm Dr. Fred Clary, founder of Functional Analysis Chiropractic Technique, a chiropractic technique based on movement and breathing. Well, I have just returned from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania. Um, Belinda, my wife, did very well for her first national bodybuilding show. Um, if you guys remember, she's a pro powerlifter, had been powerlifting for seven years, and kind of told me, you know, very quietly and almost indirectly last fall that, you know, she wanted to take a break from powerlifting. She'd been doing it seven years and wanted to do some bodybuilding. Of course, me and my busy mind thought, oh, she's going to do higher volume, go lighter, you know, do some more rehabilitation, some prehab, and, uh, you know, take care of some aching and sore joints that she's uh, acquired over the years. Well, we were also thinking about doing a vacation in the Keys, and she was looking at bathing suits, and I knew she was looking at bathing suits. And in through the mail, she shows me, oh, look at the suit I got, held it up. It was a bedazzled bathing suit or bedazzled posing suit. Yes, it was a posing suit. She meant compete in bodybuilding. And then she went about, you know, doing a five-month diet and prep for a May 7th show, which she did very well. She totally transformed her body and then kept going and did the National Masters in Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania um, just last week. So what's that mean? And she did good. She came in fifth. Fantastic. Total transformation of, of her physiology and her physique. Amazing stuff. But one thing I wanted to talk about is just not that, but the individuals. Um, according to the website, there was like 1,100 athletes. I couldn't believe how many teens and collegiates, the youth, the juniors, and how many masters those over 35 there were and there were female bodybuilders over 50 60 that looked like they were 25 30 and ripped to the bone and we're talking all divisions bikini wellness which is more i guess aesthetically pre pleasing to the public um the bodybuilders in physique where they were just look like greek gods cut out of a statue and i was just amazed you know how these individuals defied aging they defied aging and if you talk to some of them you get some of the clues you get some of the the secrets and i've really you know went through the internet i know there's books on anti-aging anti-aging has been um a huge subject in the popular literature the popular science pop science pop nutrition pop um, self-development self-help with the advent of the textbook Life Extension, the book Life Extension. And it came out, oh, I think it was Pearson and Shaw, they were a couple. And they took mega doses of micronutrients, some macronutrients, or like I call medium nutrients, like branch chain amino acids, some bigger ones. But they took large doses of um, substances that were natural. You know, you can find in your local vitamin shop or Whole Foods. And they showed that they could defy aging, reverse wrinkles, have more strength and stamina, better digestion, better kidney, liver, and heart function, lung function. Brain doing well. And that was the advent of, like, the whole life extension movement. 
You know, they just we just use that word now. We're anti-aging. There's anti-aging clinics all over. You have them even here in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis, St. Paul. Um, when I remember this, it was 1982, I think the book came out, that in the 80s when I was going to college, it was really big. Everyone talked about it. All of a sudden, all these new nutrients and amino acids hit um, the, the health food stores and the vitamin shops, and everyone went crazy with it. So we, they were looking for, you know, this anti-aging secret. What was it? And there's plenty of information out there um, on the Internet. Some of it is bogus. Some of it is neutral. Some of it will help you. I don't know if it will slow down your aging, but it certainly will help you. And I thought I would just, you know, talk a little bit today about anti-aging and life extension. And, you know, what's the most important um, factors and some things, some hints, some hacks, as my girls like to say, life hacks. Um, we really aren't computers, but whatever. Some hacks or some tips to, ins you know, not the, to ensure that you get the most out of life you can with your body, with your mind, um, with your spirit. And it's amazing how some people just don't get it. I, I can tell you right now, I can go onto my Facebook and I look at some of the friends I have that I graduated high school from and I'm like, OMG, what happened to you? Why are you acting like an 80 year old? And they're in their 50s, mid 50s. And I'm like, you know, I had my kids um, later in life. So that kept me busy. I'm 55 now. And I just can't believe how, you know, people want to slow down. I mean, I like to slow down to get a little rest, but, you know, to squeeze as much out of life as you can. Well, in this book, Life Extension, they really push, like, concepts like growth hormone and insulin or sugar, blood sugar control, which is, were radical at that time. Now, everyone considers it science. Imagine that. They were called quacks in the 80s. Now it's just science in 2022. That's usually the way it goes, too. Those that are called quacks end up a uh, generation later being experts. And the younger um, generation says, oh, well, of course, this is what it is. <laughs> and I'm like, I just laugh. Thank God I'm old enough to see how fickle um, social science is <laughs> or political science, if you will, or even biological sciences. So what would be some tips for anti-aging um, life extension, some basics? Um, well, first, I like to say it's mental attitude, emotional control, mental health. Um, as you are, as you think you are, as you think you are. Now, that's not some new age, blow sunshine up your skirt um, concept, um, positive thinking. It really is a lifestyle where you're constantly looking for what is positive around you, constantly looking at ways to make yourself happy and that may mean you know going for a drive and looking at a sunset or sunrise that may mean well I really like having my house clean I'm gonna get up early and get it clean or getting your tasks done or working out or cooking a great meal or interacting with friends whatever it is that fires off those neurotransmitters in your brain to make you happy we know that when someone 
you know, is not depressed and does not have anxiety, guess what? All their physiology works better. Their immune system works better. And yes, it is your immune system that controls your health and aging. Again, it is your immune system working in concert with your nervous system that controls your health and aging. That's something to think about. If you are healthy, there's a normal rate of aging. When I go on Facebook and I see my friends look like they, you know, fell out of the uh, ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down, I know they've been through some hardships. And I've been through some emotional, social, relational, business, economic, physical hardships too. But it's your approach to them that slows down the aging process. And that's, again, not a positive thinking. I just want you to think, as the number one to think about aging, what is your attitude toward yourself, to the world, toward aging? Are you constantly trying to push yourself to be the best you you can be every day? And if you're not, then your body's going to follow suit with your attitude and start breaking down. The next thing that's very important and you have control over too is getting your beauty sleep, getting your, your Z's, um, hanging out with the Sandman. You have to get good sleep. Six and a half to eight to nine hours of sleep a day minimum. We see when teenagers are growing and doing well, they'll sleep 10, 11, 12 hours a day. You have to get sleep. And you can't miss sleep and then make it up later. It doesn't work that way. And what kills me, people go to these anti-aging clinics and play hundreds or thousands for shots, injections of growth hormone when their body produces it themselves. When we go to sleep, there's some phases of sleep. You have, you know, you're awake. Then you have a light phase of sleep, which is about 5%. Then a deeper phase of sleep. That's N2. And one is the first one. And two is, you know, about 45% deep sleep. And then N3, which is about 25% of the time, is the deepest non-REM sleep you can get. Non-rapid eye movement or dreaming. And then rapid eye movement is the farthest down we can go. Guess when we release growth hormone? Before rapid eye movement. And you usually get four or five good cycles a night. So if you are not getting enough hours of sleep, you're not getting enough growth hormone naturally released because it's released during N2, N3. Get it? Before REM sleep. If you're not getting enough sleep and you get four or five cycles a night, say you only got two, say you only got three cycles. Guess what? You're not getting enough sleep. If you think it's because you snore or you have problems like that, go get a CPAP, go see a sleep doctor. I have a CPAP and it's taken me probably two years to get used to keeping it on my face for at least six, seven hours a night. I mean, I try for at least three or four, and some days I just fight with it. And yes, it's like having an alien, alien face hugger uh, attached to your face and attacking you at, like out of a science fiction movie. Yes, I know, but it's worth it when you start getting that growth hormone release. Well, Fred, I just can't. I have kids. and I think, Okay, I, I've been through that. I get up early at 5.30 every day. So what's, the, what's another way to hack that? If your life and, you know, your family, 
um, responsibilities and your social responsibilities and your business responsibilities keep you get from getting a full eight hours sleep? Well, take naps. You come home, take a 15-20 minute nap. Here's the key. If you can get into N2, which is a deep sleep, but not the deepest non-run sleep, which you know can hit in about 25, 30, 35 minutes, guess what? You get a shot of growth hormone. They've already done the research, folks. And yes, PM naps between like four and six, four and seven, and that's going on a normal, you know, shift, first shift work where, you know, work is nine to five and you get up at about seven, um, go to bed about 10, right? Who goes to bed at 10? I don't know. But that's what they set it at. You get the biggest growth hormone shot from a nap between 4 and 6 p.m. What's that mean? Well, when you get home, after fighting all the traffic, put your feet up. The problem is your family's going to attack you, want to do stuff. Your spouse or partner um, may have a list of things you need to do. No, what you should do is go to a nap room, go upstairs, wherever you can, and go to bed for 30 minutes, 20 minutes, and then get up. You just got a shot of growth hormone. Or eat your dinner and afterwards close your eyes for 20, 30 minutes and then get up at 7 or 8 o'clock and do your task and, you know, hang out and have your connection with your family. I know it's a totally different lifestyle. I'm just telling you the biology. And a lot of people will give up shots of growth hormone and choose to be hold more body fat, choose to be weaker, choose to age their cells, all the things because they don't want to upset their family and have a different rhythm. Um, sorry, make it rhythm and it'd be good for your kids as a lesson. This is how our bodies work. Let's run it this way. Some cultures do it that way. They have, you know, siestas or quiet nap times after work. They're smart. They're getting that shot of growth hormone. I don't know where they learned to get it. So just remember, during slow wave sleep, that's before um, REM sleep, delta waves, you know, you want to get into a nap or get your sleep where you get four or five cycles at night. Get that growth hormone. It is a huge, huge anti-aging hack. You own it. It's yours. Use it. Another thing is as far as getting good sleep is sleep hygiene. Do you have a good mattress? If you're tossing and turning because the mattress is not orthopedically making you feel good, guess what? You're not going to get deep sleep, which means you're not going to get growth hormone, which means you're not going to heal. All you athletes out there hearing me, you won't heal from your workouts, from your practices. All you academics out there, your brain won't heal. Your body won't heal. You'll be too weak to do anything. All you parents who are totally wiped out and exhausted, you won't be ever to be the best you, be the best partner, husband, wife, father, mother, neighbor, human being, if you don't get this growth hormone released. So check out your bed, check out your pillows. Also get the TV and the tablets and your cell phones out of your bedroom. No stimulation, okay? You really have to use that area for sleeping, okay? Focus on that. I know, oh, that's how I like to fall asleep TV on. Are you really sleeping? If you can fall asleep TV on, great. But if you can't, don't do it. All right? Sleep hygiene, we call it. Make sure you go to bed at the same time and get up at the same time, even if it's Saturday or Sunday and you don't work. 
I still get up earlier on Saturday, Sunday. Why? Because I want my brain releasing, it comes from pituitary gland, the most growth hormone possible. Oh, oh, oh. And by the way, guess what controls the power of your immune system? Growth hormone's a big part. Sleep is a big part. Your immune system really goes to work when you're resting and especially when you're sleeping. So get that sleep hygiene up. It is part of your recovery from life. And make sure it's quality. Now here's the thing, I wanna make sure I say, don't sleep too much, because then that slows things down, it slows up your cycles. There's a sweet spot, and you need to find out what is it for you, six and a half, seven, seven and a half, eight, eight and a half. If you find yourself totally exhausted and sleeping all the time, then something else is wrong because sometimes you're not getting that restful sleep to start with and you're tired because you don't get into N3 or REM sleep. So let's start looking at that. Now, what are some other hacks, some other tricks, some other facts um, that we can use to anti-age, to increase our longevity and do life extension? The next hack, stay hydrated, drink water. You have to drink water. You know, simple water, keeping it high will prevent dry skin, wrinkles, your hair and nails will look soft and subtle. I mean, it's not all these potions and lotions you can rub on you, they help, but you gotta stay hydrated. I can tell from my patients, and I've been working with patients for over 35 years. I've been working with humans for over 40 years in the gym, so I see what happens. And those that are hydrated, even back in the 80s when it wasn't cool to be always drinking water, you know, we drank diet pops tab. Remember that? Those who just drank water and carried a water bottle with them and were constantly drinking water still look the same today. Something to think about, you know. So as much as you can, drink water. It's good for your blood system. It's good for your blood pressure, your kidneys, your liver. Drink water. You can't dilute poisons if there's nothing to dilute it with because there will always be bad things that slip in your diet, poisons. So make sure you get the water in. What's the next thing we can do? How about this? Eat as fresh as possible. I know when I moved here um, from Baltimore, I was used to, you know, fresh quote-unquote seafood. Most of the food was from the bay, so it wasn't a sea, the Chesapeake Bay. But I, I, when I went to like a Red Lobster, that's a restaurant chain here in the Midwest, that, um, you know, just sir, it, the lobsters will be fresh. You can see where they're floating around in a tank up front, but the rest of the seafood is frozen and frozen for a long time. It's not fresh. And I remember the taste was bad. The nutrition was bad. My body knew it was wrong. You want to eat as fresh as you can. Like going to a farmer's market where those vegetables or those fruits were pulled the morning of, the night before, the day before, and getting them. Make sure what you're eating is fresh. If it comes in a cardboard box, and I know sometimes that's what we have to do, I understand, a busy lifestyle, but it's not going to be as healthy for you. It just can't be. The chemicals used to preserve the food do not preserve you. The chemicals used to preserve food and processed food and boxed food 
do not preserve you. So it's something to think about. So what you have to do is make sure you get as fresh as possible. The fresher it is, the more chemical elements in the food that are antioxidants and they scavenge free radicals. Free radicals is where, you know, oxygen is kind of like your cellular rust. It's where we start rusting from the inside out. We get some abnormal oxygen cells and we throw off these radicals and they just chew up cell membranes. They chew up intracellular organelles like your mitochondria. And I won't go into that, that today, but it will chew up your body. Think of it as cellular rust. So you take an antioxidant. You can even turn on the TV, see a commercial where they advertise that this is full of antioxidants, you know. So get as fresh as you can. The next thing is sunscreen and protecting yourself from sun damage. Now, you notice I didn't say protect yourself from the sun. It's very controversial, and I'm going to say it here. You need some of that vitamin D. We just saw through this COVID pandemic that those with low vitamin D levels suffered the most and were hospitalized the most. Though they didn't announce it on TV, it wasn't talked about much, get some sun. And now we're scaring everybody, oh, you're going to get skin cancer. Now, I understand that everyone has been down to Florida or Southern California and seeing people with leathery, wrinkled skin in their 50s and 60s from sun damage. I didn't say go for sun damage, okay? I said protect yourself from sun damage. But a little bit of sun is excellent for producing your vitamin D. And vitamin D is responsible for all kinds of processes like hormone production. I'll see someone who's got a problem with estrogen or testosterone and they're whiter than Casper the friendly ghost. That you need a little bit of sun. Now again, that's a balance. That doesn't mean you go out and get sunburned every time you can. That's skin damage. If you can go out there for five minutes, ten minutes a day, just getting a little sun on you every day you can, that will help because it's not damaging and you start making that vitamin D. Otherwise, take it in pill form or liquid form, but you got to get the vitamin D in. But again, want to avoid that damage. So what's that mean? Well, maybe for you, you put on a 30 block or a 15 block where some of the sun gets in and some of it doesn't. And then halfway through the day, you apply the 50. So you're not hurting yourself. It's a good balance. Or like I do, I'll go out and go without any sunscreen for 5 to 10 minutes, 15 minutes. And once everyone else is in the water and settled in the bank, blankets are down and they're having fun, I apply it probably 15, 20 minutes into hanging out at the beach. And I apply a high dose, uh, excuse me, a high rated sun block, not a screen, a block. And that usually works for me pretty well. I'm pretty fair skinned and that's how I can get my vitamin D in the summer. I get most of my vitamin D from pill form because I live in Minnesota and when it's minus 20, six months out of the year, I don't want to go outside. This next hack that I want to talk about for life extension and anti-aging, well, it pretty much should be common sense, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Quit smoking. Qu smoking increases your chance of cancer heart disease, high blood pressure, all kinds of breathing diseases and lung diseases and breathing difficulties. 
and it ages the body quickly very much quickly you set up so many free radicals in your system by inhaling smoke now again a good cigar every now and then you're not inhaling it i understand and i know people who smoke one or two cigarettes a week <sighs> guess what that's okay i'd rather have someone actually smoke cigarettes every day a handful of cigarettes and eat clean than people way they eat now today it's less damaging to the body plenty of studies out there on it but of course i've had some people blow up at me you're, you're you know telling people to go smoke no i'm making a comparison and a contrast you must have missed that in fifth grade you must have been learning how to tie your shoes so compare and contrast be practical yes moderation in all things should be your mantra when it comes to anti-aging some things no moderation you don't want to eat trans fats you don't want to eat processed foods you don't want to eat out of a box if you can pre prevent it so think about those things the next hack is pretty obvious exercise movement you got to get your bloodstream moving we have to get your muscles moving we have to get your lymph system which where part of, it's part of your immune system we have to get everything moving the lymph doesn't move if your muscles don't move. The lymph doesn't move if your muscles don't move. So you have to get up and be as active as you can. You're talking walks. Um, park your car far away from, you know, where you have to go into work and sit in a cube. And I mean it. Park it in the last lot, in the last stall, in the last space away from your work. And walk in. That little extra 100 yards, 200 yards, if it's really far away, that will add to your strength and your energy and your endurance and your immune system more than you can know. You need an active lifestyle. And it's hard to explain that to the young group here. When I grew up, when we were kids, our parents made us be active. They kicked us out of the house. There was no sitting around watching TV. Um, we did have some electronics but games, but they weren't that cool. And they kicked us out of the TV, and we got on our bikes, and we went for rides, and we played different games um, in the backyard. Um, we stayed active. We explored the neighborhood. We explored the empty lots. I was in the city. You know, for those in, not in the city, explore the woods. Constantly be out there and be moving. Activity. Movement is life. Activity. Movement is life. Have an active lifestyle. So you're always doing things. If it's a choice to go for a walk after you eat dinner, go for a walk. If it's, you know, too cold outside, jump in the car. It's worth the price of gas. Go to the mall and go for a 20, 30-minute walk and then head back. Develop an active lifestyle. An active lifestyle where you're always moving, always going to the gym, always exploring, always hiking, always doing something active. Our bodies were designed for that since Neanderthal and Cro-Magnon times. Okay? We were designed for movement. How did we go from being designed running 18 to 22 miles an hour, carrying 50 to 100 pounds of food or children with us, and killing woolly mammoths, huge mammoths, twice the size of the elephants today, with huge eight to 10 foot tusks, huge woolly mammoths with a stick and a little flint on the end of it. 
but it's because we were strong, we were muscular, and we moved. We constantly moved. You had to. Because if you couldn't move back then, there was a name for you. Lunch. So movement is life. That's the way we were designed. If it's a choice, move. If you can't do it, get a treadmill. Get an exercise bike at home. Learn some basic calisthenics. You know, free squats, wall squats, wall push-ups, floor push-ups, one-legged things you can do. You have to move. Take movement classes. Take calisthenic classes. They call it group fitness. Take those. Dancing around is great. Go dance every day. The next one is a hard one, admittedly for me. This is my monkey. Skip the refined sugar. Skip the candy. Skip the sugar that they put in some of these processed foods. High fructose corn syrup. It has to do with insulin and growth hormone, but your high levels of insulin constantly in our system, a reminder for new listeners, insulin is the uh, chemical, the hormone, the substance that our pancreas has put out in the, in the face of high blood sugar to drive that sugar into cells and drive down that number so you're healthier and don't damage yourself. Glue up your arteries, okay? So you need insulin, but not in huge amounts because with the higher the insulin level, constant chronic insulin you have, the more free radical damage we have. Remember, free radicals is like cellular rust. It beats the hell out of cells and makes them unusable like an old rusty hinge or an old rusty bolt that you can't move, remove, okay? Makes it inoperable. So you definitely want to get away and consume less. Now, that means more fresh fruits, real maple syrup in moderation, maybe even real brown sugar, not the stuff that's white and they spray it brown, but real sugar if you want to flavor a tea or coffee or an herbal drink, that's fine. But in moderation, use natural sources like stevia, okay? And I'm not saying you can't have that Reese's peanut butter cup once a week, once a month. Those are fun. Those are treats. Have that ice cream once in a while. But you have to get away from using sugar as your drug of choice. I love when I have, uh, you know, fundamentalists, and that's religious fundamentalists, who yell and scream about a whole bunch of sins um, that you know the world is doing, or that people are doing, or this political party or whatever, and they're overweight and they're basically addicted themselves to sugar and food, especially you know sugary foods. You know they'd rather eat a donut than go to the gym. And you're going to tell me you're going to make an opinion about someone else? You're just as addicted. There are studies showing that. White sugar is as addicting, say it again, white sugar is as addicting as cocaine. Well, I trust studies that are done well, and I basically look at people that can't get off sugar as cocaine addicts or drug addicts. There's no difference. Think about that. So try to get, try to get away from that. The next thing, and this is, this is a little beauty tip, really beauty tip is about moisturizing. Here in Minnesota, we get, we get real cold and the relative humidity goes down, which means it pulls moisture off our skin very fast. 
use a moisturizer and that means guys too use a little moisturizer once in a while or use a moisturizing organic natural soap um, when you take a shower or a bath just think about it and it, it'll be healthier for your skin and your skin will love you for it um, that means take care of the take care of yourself of what you put on your skin and make sure it's healthy another thing when, since we're talking a little bit about diets we were talking about sugar before is you know eat some good fats healthy fats high in omega-3 and 6 they're good for your skin, your hair, your nails, you know, like avocado, right? Olive oil, olives. So think about that. Think about, you know, am I getting good fats? Nuts. Nuts are very good, you know, for anti-aging purposes. What are some of the other things that I can do to extend my life the best I can and other anti-aging things I can do? Well, how do you treat your nervous system? Do you get adjusted? Chiropractic adjustments have shown to de not just decrease pain, but increase all kinds of functions. That's why chiropractors have been blamed for decades and decades of curing all these things. I don't know if the only thing you can really cure is a ham, you know, but I, I like to say that we assist things, just like exercise. But are you, do you have a chiropractic plan in your repertoire every week every month if you don't have that do you have a massage plan do you have acupuncture osteopathic manipulation you know do you do yoga what body work and that's the word i like what body work do you do to keep your immune system and your nervous system in tip-top condition it could be a combo you certainly could take up martial arts where you do breathing warm-ups, you do stretching, and then you go into the exercise that gives you speed, endurance, and strength. That's a fantastic way. And oh yeah, look, look at all the benefits of people who follow that martial arts lifestyle. They live to a long, long age. You could do yoga, same thing, breathing, movement. It's not fast enough for me, but they also push, you know, strength, flexibility, movement. That's a great thing. If you want to try to hit things at once. Oh, I'm so busy, I can't do everything. Okay, take up this, take up that. You know, take up these hobbies like yoga or martial arts that's all there. I like, personally, I like powerlifting. I've been doing it for a while. I lift weights. So it means my other rehab I have to do, I do at home, my stretches for all my injuries, and I get adjusted because I like it because it's quick and fast. Um, I love acupuncture, but I just can't lay there for 30 minutes. I like laying down and all my inefficiencies and subluxations found and getting adjusted and getting up and leaving. Um, I like it fast like that. Flip the switch, find it, fix it, leave it alone. You know, I don't want to visit. I just want to go. So make sure you have some type of body work put into your plan. Now, body work, you know, is very sensitive here in the Midwest because no one touches anybody out here. East Coast, everybody hugs each other. West Coast, pretty similar. But here, it's kind of weird. And human touch is very important. Touch is important. That's why even people who have animals like dogs or cats actually live longer. And there's twofold. One, it's the touch. You fire your touch receptors, 
in your body, in your peripheral nervous system. It goes into the brain and keeps that part of the brain, the somatosensory cortex, healthy. I'm not going to go into all that neurology. Just telling you, that's the pathway. But it also does not something else. It drives our dorsal medial lobe, the area in the front of our brain over our left eyebrow, for wisdom and ready for this, purpose. If you're taking care of a dog, you have a purpose to life. If you're taking care of kids, you have a purpose. If you're taking care of the neighborhood, you're taking care of a spouse, you have purpose. That's why, and you see it all the time, that when one, and when one elderly spouse dies, the next one follows suit in six months to a year. How many people? Raise your hands. You're all raising your hands. No, this is true. And the other spouse could have been 100% healthy. They needed that touch. Guess what? Put body work into it. Fire off those touch receptors all the time. Become a hugger. Become someone, in, become involved in something where touch is important. Okay? And that, again, doesn't have to be um, straight out humans. You can get an animal, a dog, whatever. Become a dog walker. You know, you can foster dogs um, or animals. There's a lot of things you can do for that. So, something to think about that power of touch. Well, we covered a lot in this one, anti-aging. Um, after going to the Masters Bodybuilding Nationals in Pittsburgh, seeing hundreds, probably over a thousand, they said 1,100. I guess, I guess I was in the middle of the mosh pit and just didn't notice it was that many, but that's what the, uh, the host and promoter of the event says that there was 1,100 athletes wow um all you know in those categories hundreds of people over 40 50 60 ready for this you may have to sit down 70 training every day posing every day training for hours every day posing for half an hour hour every day and ready for this doing cardio riding biking stairmaster controlling their diet eating four or five times a day small meals they had complex carbohydrates full fibrous vegetables and 30 to 40 grams of protein a shot and they're all healthy looking i would hate to have an out of shape beat up sickly looking overweight gp or md receive one of these 70 or 80 year old bodybuilders walking in and saying "Ooh, what you're doing is unhealthy <laughs> and that's that's what i want to finish with the the twist in our society our society at least in america we in the united states we do not talk about life extension we do not talk about what's important of course not pandemic we were spreading fear instead of spreading okay if this is bad we need to attack it how can i do offense and defense we, all is what you heard is defense avoid 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 weaken my immune system and now when we're not avoiding anymore we're gonna get smacked we needed both not either or both that's why i'm never understood by either side you need both when i go to a buffet i want to choose don't tell me there's only one way to do things I have enough common sense and enough education and have read enough books and textbooks and studies to know that you have to do both. When it comes to anti-aging, you have to do both also. You have to have an attack and a defense. 
So what would be your offense, your attack? Working out, making sure that you're eating the right things, cooking for yourself, an active thing. What would be a good defensive measure? Make sure your mattress is good. Make sure you're getting sleep on time. Take the TV out of your room. Make sure you're taking supplements that support anti-aging in your immune system, right? And if you don't know, get a good book on which supplements I could take. We all know the ACEs, vitamin A, vitamin C, vitamin E, vitamin D. But also the B vitamins also assist. There's minerals you take. take. Go out there and start taking these multivitamins with food and start cleaning up your food act, your diet act. I hate when you have someone who's not an expert on super physiological living, meaning being an athlete, tell you what's important. I'm not letting some sickly, dried up human tell me how to be healthy. I'm going to look for the most healthiest, powerful, fantastically um, endowed with an immune system, physical body, endurance, and see what they do. We just had the US, we just had the world track and field, the world track and field, the world athletic championships, but I like calling it track and field because no one knows what athletics are anymore. They think about all the sports or the baseball team. We had the world track and field um, championships, first time in the United States at Portland, Oregon, at the University of Oregon. And if you looked at those athletes, the runners, the endurance, the speed, I bet you their diet is point on, their training's point on, they have good mental health work, they get sleep, recovery. Those are the people you want to emulate. Not someone dried up, not able to do anything strong and powerful in a white coat. And yeah, I used to wear white coats, got rid of them. You know what you should do? You should emulate or follow those that live it. And that's where you're going to get most of your information. And hopefully they lead you to the research and the books and the texts and the websites and the internet blogging that will help you lead your best life. Life is about living your potential every day. And this has been another fact podcast. Thank <laughs> you.